0: Hi guys welcome to the Two Moms Zero Attention Spam podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Allison. And today we are talking about mom guilt and mom burnout during the holiday season. But but before we jump into that let's do a quick check in Allison. How have you I am so happy to have you back by the way. Um,
1: Yeah I I Jess, I've been I think you know pretty much everything that's been going on. We've had a lot as usual, but I feel like most of it is just, I'm starting to think in my mind, most of the things that happen, it's just life. Like kids get sick, people go to the hospital, things happen. But I think when you also have anxiety and stuff on top of it, it makes it feel so much worse. Um, so I kind of feel bad complaining sometimes because I'm like, is it just me? Is this actually stressful or is this my anxiety telling me That it is, you know what I mean? So that's kind of where I've been. We've had a lot going on, but it's not anything that like everyone doesn't deal with. So I'm trying to rationalize in my brain. It's a lot. I'm a little stressed, but also I'm going to be, you know, get through it, you know? I think there's also something to be said
0: for a lot of little things happening at the same time, yes. which I feel like keeps happening to you. You know, they yes. just kind of compound or it's one after the other or it's more. And I feel like that's kind of so like, yes, when you break it down, you're like, oh, yeah, people, this happens and this happens. But it's just like kind of the relentless nature of it. Yes. That's happening. Like <laughs> you, you get a little
1: breath and then it's something else. So it is it does. It gets exhausting. But yeah, how, how have things been with with you and your family? Good. Um, We just cannot stop getting sick. It is,
0: the, mm-hmm. the, you know, it is the season because yeah. my kids go to school. They come home with a cough. They get better from the cough. They go to school. They come home. Somebody's got pink eyes, somebody. And then, and then it's just, it cycles around my house. But um, two things this week. One, I did get a job at working at my son's school, which I'm very excited about. Yes. Uh, my biggest motivation is just that I'm going to be at my kid's school. And yes. next year, all three of my kids are going to be there. And I'm working Um, I love working with kids, so I'm like very excited, you know, uh, that's what I love to do. So let's talk about guilt and burnout during the holiday season. Do you, because you've been doing holiday seasons with kids for 17, 17 years now, right? Yeah, Yeah. Do you still experience mom guilt and mom burnout during the season or did you, and if you don't, what do you do to kind of keep yourself from feeling that?
1: Um, I, I think in the beginning I did a lot more because I felt like, well, I'm the mom, I have to make everything perfect and everything great. And we have to go see the lights and we have to go do this and they have to have their top gifts. Like I I put most of the pressure. I feel like I put on myself because of societal things. You know what I mean? That's what makes you a good mom or whatever. And as my kids have gotten older, I have, you know, said to my husband, Hey, I need you to do this. I need this from you. I can't shop. You know, when his mother, God rest her soul, was here, I was doing the shopping for her, for the kids and my mom, for the kids and me. Like I was doing it for everyone who wasn't able and that put a lot. So I finally started saying, hey, here's all the things I need done. Here's what I can handle. Here's what I need you to do. Um, And once I started doing that, things got a lot easier, a lot less stressful. And I don't freak out anymore if I can't bake five different kinds of cookies. And I can't do this last year. I didn't make any. My dad bakes amazing Italian cookies, sends home like four dozen. I don't even bake cookies anymore. I don't even do that. Um, So I've taken a lot of that pressure off myself. Um, We still have the tradition of going to see the Christmas lights and stuff like that. But I don't put the kind of pressure on myself that I used to. And I think that has made me able to enjoy the holidays a lot more without all of that massive anxiety along with it.
0: I wonder if it's even possible for moms of little kids to not experience burnout during the holiday season because, because, so I'm a tradition, I love tradition. Mm -hmm. I love making those memories. I love, you know, passing them on and all that stuff. And I feel like I do there is so much pressure to establish and create those traditions that are gonna like carry on, you know, that they're part of when they're older, like the cookie baking and whatever. So I feel like I try to cram, you know, all this holiday magic into one one month. I do feel like I'm get doing a better job at figuring out what it was that was stressing me out and yeah. organizing those things you know what like one thing I I'm I am not a huge gift person like buying presents some people love it some people yeah. like they take their time and they think about everything I do put a lot of I like to get people gifts that they're gonna really love but yeah. I don't actually enjoy the process So I did that super early this year. I tried to do it like all throughout the year, like figuring out what I was. So I was already done all my Christmas shopping by the beginning of like December. I had it ready to go because that's one of the things, because that's one of the things that like stresses me out when I'm trying. I like the fun stuff. I like going to see the lights. I like that stuff. The like... The details, those
1: kinds of things, uh, it burns I me think, out. I it's say I'm now. going to do that every year. I have not every year. I'm like, I'm going to shop early, ask the kids what they want. Because as they get older, they get more expensive and harder to shop for. When they were little, oh my God, I just got them the toys and, and we were done. But as they get older, it's so much harder. It's so much harder. But um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like when with little kids, we have all these expectations of things. But even with the traditions that I really had in my mind that I wanted to do, now I just kind of take it year by year. Maybe they don't want to do lights this year, and maybe they want to do something else. Maybe they want to go ice skating or do whatever. So I'm not as stuck on the tradition-y things as I once was, and I'm very flexible with it. Um, now, I just think it's I just think it's because my kids are older, so things have kind of just gotten easier with that aspect of it. I don't put all that pressure on myself anymore, so but I think it is because they're older. So. Mm-hmm. And this year I also
0: wanted to like not decorate as elaborately. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turns out one of my kids loves tradition the same way that I do because he was like, where's, where are the decorations? <laughs> and then
1: what's like getting, every day he would, on, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah, every day he would go to school and he'd be like, are you going to decorate today? And I was like, I did, I did decorate. And he's like, no, are you going to decorate? And I'm like, all right I'll decorate today like because that's what I used to do they would go to school and I would decorate everything which was my way of getting out of having them like you know destroying things right right them out was like oh when you get home it'll be like this magical decorate you know what I mean so so I did I did put up all my decorations but (sighs) <sighs> that's one of the things, but I, I get it though, because my mom has stopped decorating and now she doesn't get a real tree anymore. And I'm an adult and I'm like, I hate it. I hate it.
1: <laughs> it's, it change, it's hard. I do. I used to decorate almost every room in the house. And now that we live here, I decorate this front area. When you first come in and the outside, that's it. It literally takes me two maybe two hours and, and that's it. I just don't, I don't know whether it's, I don't have the energy or I just don't whatever, but the kids are happy with it. I mean, they get excited. We decorate the tree and still do, you can see our tree behind me a little bit. Um, and we do some lights and fun stuff out front, but I just don't go overboard anymore. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think it's just the kids getting older. It's different. It's just, it's just a different vibe. They're more adulty, you know, they're almost 17, 18 and 19. So it's vastly different than when they are six, seven and eight. I think the other
0: thing that creates burnout during the holiday season is that because our schedules are all off, right? Because we got to go see the lights. We got to do this. We got (laughs) to do that. The kids, the behavior, the tantrums, the meltdowns, there it's it's escalated because yeah. everything is so out of whack everything is so out of routine school's off this day and then it might snow this day and right. you know and then I think that adds to the stress because we're trying to create magic and mm-hmm. our kids keep throwing tantrums the little right. kids keep throwing tantrums they keep melting down and we're like why aren't you why is it this magical <laughs> like, yeah we'll be all other- adds to that stress and burden yes. little kids
1: it does. And that's that's another reason why you can look forward to as they get older, if we go see the lights and say one of my daughters is like, eh, I'm just not feeling it, they can stay home and yeah. the other ones can go and enjoy it. So it is, I feel like that is one advantage of when your kids are older, if one doesn't want to participate or doesn't want to go ice skating or doesn't want to see the lights, they're they're welcome to stay home and not do that. And I think that also is another another reason why it's less stressful. I don't think that I'm really doing much differently other than allocating things to my partner who is thankfully willing to help um, with certain things, um, but they don't have to do the things. When they were little, obviously they all had to go and one's crying and one doesn't like hot chocolate and one hates this and one, that's a lot harder.
0: Yeah. I think also too something that helps me is setting my expectations for things like that with the kids, yeah. understanding that because a lot of times we feel like, oh, my God, we're we're doing all this. We're stressing ourselves so much. We're so exhausted. We're so tired to create this magic for you. And yeah. here you are throwing a tantrum because you don't want to go to school when I just took you to the Christmas tree lighting last right. night. And I took you to the symphony of Lights the night before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it feels like almost personal, like get yeah. it together. You know
1: that is such a good and I
0: reset thing. my expectations and I yeah. feel like that helps a lot is understanding this is not something they're doing to me this is not them being unappreciative yes. of all of my efforts it's mm-hmm. not even close to that it's really just them exhausted and out of reach yeah. And they're amped up from the holiday stuff, too. We're up watching Christmas
1: movies with our hot yeah. chocolate. And right. you know what I mean? And then they got to go to school. And they're like, no, thank you. Like- yeah, that's that was such an excellent point. Because I, I just did a video on this. There was a mom who really had her feelings hurt. Because every year, she does a hot chocolate bar. And she, does, um, she lays out cookies. And they decorate the tree. And it was a tradition every year. Well, she's like, my kids are older. I think I'm pretty sure she said they were 10 and 13. And she's like, this year, no one wanted to help. or or last year, no one wanted to help. They only came out for like 20 minutes out of their rooms. Um, I ended up doing the majority of it. And she's like, forget it. I'm not doing it this year and I'm not doing it. And the kids were like, well, mom, where's the hot chocolate bar and where are the cookies? She's like, well, you didn't help me and I'm not doing it. And the kids were so sad. And so in, in the video, I'm saying as a mom, those things can hurt. We can tend to take them personally and it can hurt our feelings because we're trying so hard. And on the other hand, we have to understand kids don't know that burden yet they don't understand how it feels so if 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 i had children that age 10 and 13 my expectation would be hey i know you guys really enjoyed the hot chocolate bar i love doing that for you i really love making the cookies do you think when we do that tomorrow you can dedicate 30 45 minutes to help me with the tree or help me with the cookies is that something you're still interested in do you you know what i mean and then if they want to go be on their phone they can or if they want to go do something they can and mom may not get her feelings hurt as much. But I'm just saying are expectations clear as they're getting older and things like that because it's so easy to take things personally when, when kids don't intend it that way. They don't intend to hurt us because they just don't understand yet because they've never adulted. And I think we have to look at it from kind of that aspect too as they get older.
0: I feel like that's something that I reflected back on as I became less of a teenager, more mm-hmm. as a young adult is mm-hmm. like, I didn't pitch in enough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and that was in hindsight and it's not, and and I didn't understand that I didn't pitch in enough because at the time I felt like I was pitching in a lot. I'm like, I did this with you. I did like, what more could you want from me? Right. And then looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I really didn't do anything. (laughs) Like, You know, um, it's just, but I, but also too, I, the day after Christmas, I tear my decorations down. Like I'm Ebenezer Scrooge. I can't take it. Like the second that the holiday is over the second it ends. It's like, like, I feel like I, I really do try to enjoy all the moments. And then the second it's over, I feel like I can breathe again. And it feels like clutter. All of a sudden I'm like, get it out.
1: (laughs) That's, and that's so strange because I used to feel that way. And by, I would say by December 30th, everything was down. I guarantee you this will be up till the end of January. <laughs> I guarantee you everything in here, my big Santa Claus, my, it'll be up till the end. It'll be up until the end of January, probably. It's just a very different, I'm just at a different season. I'm at a different season in my life where, yeah, I think differently about it and feel differently about it than I used to.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe there's like, I think that might be comforting to like a lot of the moms that are in the phase that I'm in. Which yeah. is very physically demanding. Yeah. Very, it really, it really, so much of it, so much of it falls on you. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I do think unfairly in most cases, mm-hmm. it falls on mom. I do think there are a lot of times when partners don't pitch in around the holiday season the way that they should. Yeah. They're not coming up with the activities for the kids. They're not, you know, figuring out when the events are happening in their area and planning that because it's mm-hmm. not just going to them because they might participate. They might, we might all go as a family, but right. are you actively seeking them out and figuring out what would be fun for your kids? Because that's a huge part of it. That's a mm-hmm. huge mental load, you know, yes. are you planning what gifts to get from people or does the, the wife, the mom have to figure out what gifts to get for your family too, or, or coordinate, Hey, are we even doing gifts? How are we exchanging gifts? Are we doing Santa? Are we doing what's the plan? You Mm -hmm. know, and then it's unfair. It is. I feel like you've talked about that. You have a good setup for you worked out a way to do that. That feel like that doesn't feel like all the burden is put back on you.
1: Yeah. But for years it was because I I don't want to say I wanted it that way, but I still had that control where I'm the mom, this is my duty to suffer and like do all this and do it all by myself. And that's how I felt. And even when he would try to help, I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. You worked all day, do this because I still had that mindset. Now I'm like, you were, I'm still working, you're off work and I'm still working. So we need to, we need to do this together. But I think a lot of, I think a lot of parents or a lot of stay at home parents feel maybe they don't want to be a nag or they don't know how to ask this course i i don't know what it is but i see a lot of my friends completely doing it 100% on their own um and even just that little bit of trying to find lights to go see or something it's not just hey i found this is it 7 it's have the kids had their medication are they, are they, is it going to be in between nap time what time should we go have they eaten dinner it's everything surrounding even a simple outing that is always on our brains so where you know uh, uh the partner that works outside of the home may be like well of course i get off work at 5 i'll get a shower and we'll go we'll go we're thinking have they eaten dinner are they going to have their coat where like we're thinking all those things surrounding it so our mindset is completely different and sometimes i think partners don't get that unless we express it do you know what i mean um
0: i think sometimes we don't even know that it's happening yeah to y-
1: express true express something
0: that you don't even recognize yes. Is Mm -hmm. going on because even though we're so stressed out we're so tired we're so exhausted it's hard to recognize that that's that all those little things that go unseen and unnoticed sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't even notice it ourselves you know what you said about the control
1: when -hmm. you're like
0: i wanted to have that control in some sense Mm -hmm. i feel like in some ways that's very much where i am right now Mm -hmm. it's not that i intentionally want to have the control It's it's just easier for me
1: To less the anxiety because you know you're going to do it and it's going to be done to your standards, right? Like because you know you're going to get it done is that's what it was for me at least. I knew if I asked him, what if he doesn't do it till five, then I want it to be done everything by three. And then I would be like, I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? mean? That that was kind of my struggle anyway.
0: I think even setting the expectations way before the holiday season comes around for like who's gonna be responsible for what and all Mm -hmm. the way through so if you are responsible for getting gifts for your side of the family that means that you have to coordinate with them what what gifting system is going on you have to figure out what to get everybody and you have to follow through with the actual getting and preparing of those gifts and how they're
1: going to get to that family it's just like planning when you plan anything okay i called the restaurant the reservations are at seven and and get everything. Like if I was doing reservations, I'd be like, okay, what time are we leaving? What am I wearing? Are the kids set? Do I have the babysitter? Like you do the whole all encompassing. So the other person does not have to participate and do any of the work at all. And I think that was a big struggle for me because I did feel like I was nagging. Now I don't Now I'm like, Hey, I need your help. And I need you to do this. I don't feel that way anymore. But for a long time I did, I felt, I felt bad. Like I wasn't being a good mom. If I, had to ask for help or needed him to do this. And he, it wasn't him. That was just my own, I guess, stuff from childhood or what my, the expectations I had on myself, but moms and, and dads, if they're stay at home, dads deserve to enjoy the holidays too. They deserve to have a magical time. They deserve to enjoy it. They deserve to have, to not be buying their own gifts. They deserve to, you know, have the effort put into them that, that they're putting into everyone else too. And I think a lot of us don't have that expectation for, or we don't, we don't require that maybe um, for ourselves. Oh, it's okay. He was busy. He's not a good gift giver, but did he show up to the gym every day that week? Did he do that? If he can do that, he can show up to get you a gift. If he can run out and get a car part at the drop of a hat, he can run out and get you something for Christmas. Like there's It's just, I feel like we make excuses sometimes um, when things are not okay or hurting our feelings and we deserve to enjoy those things too.
0: The other thing that I do during the holiday season is I say no to crap that I don't want to do. Yeah, If it it doesn't serve me, I don't think it's going to be fun or I'm not going to enjoy it. I say, no, I'll give you a really good example. Elf on the freaking shelf. I've never done Elf on the shelf. I never will. There's, you know what? The Tooth Fairy has not mysteriously not come like every single time she was supposed to on time to think that I'm going to get up and move an elf and and like and enjoy
1: doing that and position (laughs) it I will not enjoy that that is not for me yeah that's and and the other thing that I've learned now that my kids are older too the more and I'm not saying not to do a lot for your kids I'm not saying to not make it magical I always think that's very important but that being said, the more you do and the more overboard you get, it doesn't get easier as they get older because it's expected. So the more like kids are kids can still have a magical time if things are not perfect. They can still have a magical time if you don't make every light show. They can still have a magical time if you don't do elf on the shelf. They can so it's just like I feel like some of it is just you you have to step back and say Am I killing myself, you know, and, and making myself drowned in, in stress over things that wouldn't even make a difference really, if it wasn't there, you know, like the elf on the shelf or something. But I think overall, we just need to be advocating for ourselves. And if we are struggling, say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. And if you have older kids, like when we're, when we stop doing certain traditions, are you guys okay with this? Or do you still want to do it? Is it still important to you? Like having conversations with them and bringing them in on it. I think that's all really important too. And and let's let's morph into this next conversation, Jess, which is the Christmas videos that are going viral on um the tickety. I was time.
0: just <laughs> about to segue into that with the when I mentioned the elf on the shelf, because I don't know what it is that with this is not oh I can't imagine this has always been part of the holiday season, traumatizing right. your kids or like just scaring them to the point of tears, pranking, quote unquote pranking them to the point of tears. Around the holidays, I can't tell you how many videos I've been tagged in of a Grinch stealing presents, parents throwing presents in a fireplace, parents throwing, stepping on presents, throwing them out the window, Um, Elf on the Shelf just but just way over the top, way over the top scary scenes like there was one, this kid looked like legitimately like just blank stare like very fearful they had the elf on the shelf with like a murder scene they had all this fake blood dripping they had it like holding a saw like over like a like a barbie with like fake blood all over it oh, and all geez. these barbie parts were like strewn around it was like really gruesome and this kid is little he looked like four maybe and he was really upset looking like what If the shelf is supposed to be like a magical, fun thing for your kids, why would you do that?
1: You know, And and children at that age don't understand reality from fantasy. They don't understand. Just Mm -hmm. the one video that upset me, it really hurt my heart, is there was two little boys. I think it has 45 million views now. The two Uh, little boys and the Grinch comes in. And the smaller boy, I mean, he must have been three, maybe sitting on the sofa, terrified, like shaking. And his older brother, maybe five-ish. Um, went over and started trying to fight the Grinch to protect his his brother and the Grinch goes over pushes the little kid pushes the little kid and then takes all the presents starts taking it from under the tree and all the adults are recording and laughing at these kids who their body is just in drive with fear and the little boys yelling get out of my house leave us alone like screaming how I could never do that to my children Ever. Nothing about that to me is funny or cute or anything. It really upsets me. It really, really upsets me. Question though Was this always a part of the holiday
0: season traditions no. for families? Or has this only happened since people got clout, since people went viral, since people got their views? Like we literally have turned. You know, um, scaring children to the point of tears into a holiday tradition yes. for adult entertainment and views. Yes. Like what, what does that? I think say about- I
1: read, I think I read that the first time that the Grinch with the picture thing came out, it was like 2016-ish, maybe, was the first time it was seen on there. And now every year you see these children in these beautiful little outfits sitting there smiling, being so sweet. And here comes the Grinch scaring them to the point they like wet themselves and scream and cry. For a parent to think that's funny, it just, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Unfortunately, I played a little prank on um, Caitlin, me and her sisters did uh, a few years ago with like a little snake in the closet. And she cried afterwards. And I apologize. I said, I will never, ever, ever do that to you again. I am so sorry. Um, It's just, I, I can't imagine wanting to scare especially my little kids it just it breaks yeah. my. Mind.
0: and I'm also not a person who's against pranks yeah I me mean, neither joking around with your kids but here's the yeah. thing you can't it can't be a prank is not where you're trying to get somebody into a fight or flight mode where yes. they're so terrified to the point of tears you mm-hmm. can't have one person be the butt of the joke where mm-hmm. everybody else just keeps going and going while they're getting more upset yeah you know like pranks are supposed to be like everybody gets a laugh at the end right you know like it's innocent it's funny and everybody's not gets hurtful it's, yeah. it doesn't hurt or try like I saw one where this dad sent his daughter into a gas station to mm-hmm. ask for like blinker light fluid mm-hmm. which is a prank because there isn't blinker right light right, fluid. right. And she got, she was a teenager and she came back to the car and she was like hysterically laughing because she, you know, because she looked right. silly right? and right. he had given her a fake coupon. So when the guy was like, I think somebody's messing with you. She was like, no, he's not. I, have I got a coupon. coupon. <laughs> yeah, And everybody was laughing about it. Like right. she was cracking up. He was like, that's fine. Right. Everybody's having a good time. If you know your kid isn't gonna get super mortified by like right. an experience like that, mm-hmm. you know that they have the personality where they're gonna or like that, they're gonna be able to laugh it off. They don't right. get embarrassed by things like that. Great. Right. That's a fun little prank.
1: Yeah. And kids don't, like we said, they don't understand fantasy from reality. They don't understand that Grinch is Uncle Jim dressed up in a Grinch costume, or they don't they they don't understand that it's so real for them and their body and their reaction. It just, it's, it's not something I agree with at all. Well, that's, that's probably a good place to, to end. All
0: right. Before we go, we are going to do one from my let's get deep <laughs> game. Um, Do you want to get deep or deeper?
1: Um, Let's go deep. So hopefully I can under, I can think of an answer this time.
0: <laughs> oh, no, not that one. <laughs>
1: That was not
0: appropriate. (laughs) Oh, okay. I haven't finished this one, so I hope this is not raunchy. Okay. Do you think your birth order, youngest, oldest, middle, or only child, affected your personality?
1: Why or why not? Absolutely. I'm the baby. I know that I got away with massive, massive things that my siblings would have never gotten away with for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so surprising because you have very
0: restrictive
1: parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, st- I know like my siblings weren't allowed to drive until they hit 18. It didn't matter if they were in college. It didn't matter. I got to drive at 15 and nine months. I had my learners like stuff like that, that my siblings didn't get to do. I was allowed to do. And I was like, look what I get to do. But now I'm like, well, that was pretty shitty. That's probably why they were so annoyed with me because I got to do all this stuff. But yeah. What about you?
0: Um, yes, but not in the sense that me and my sister were treated differently. We were Mm -hmm. close in age and we were definitely treated like the same, you know, Mm -hmm. expectations were the same. All of those things were the same. But my mom has this theory that you always give your oldest kids anxiety because you literally are just always standing there, especially when they're little. And you're like, do this. Look at this trick. Look at what she can do. Show them your letters. Da, 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 da. Right. right. I have this home video of me and you're just trying to play. And I just keep, I am I keep calling your name. I'm like, Jessica, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica. And I'm watching this home video of me trying to get you to do your little name song. And I'm like, right. oh my God, shut up. Like, she's just trying to have a moment here. Right. But it has been, I'm so glad to have you back.
1: Thank you. It's, it's good to be back. I I mean, I'm, it's tough when you struggle with, you know, anxiety and stuff and just dealing with a bunch of stress all at once it can be all encompassing yeah. but i think pushing through sometimes like i i was not ready to do this today but i i did it and i feel really good now that i did so sometimes well, i just gotta yeah i feel i feel really good so yeah well, but um thank, thank you for joining us and i hope we will see you next time